Hello and welcome to Caught My Ear. This is a music podcast where two music obsessed mates get together to talk about the music they've been listening to that week as well as a sprinkling of news topics. You are listening to episode 28. My name is Maddie. My name is Vivian. And we will start off by going into the news. So what have you got for us, Vivian? So our first news story uh, relates to one of my loves, Bring Me the Horizon. (laughs) So this is coming from Music Feeds, and it's written by Jackson Langford, and it says, Bring Me the Horizon announced new song, Ludens. Bring Me the Horizon is still riding the waves of their Australian tour, as well as their most recent album, Atmo, but they're already back at it with a new song. The song, Ludens, will feature on the upcoming soundtrack of the video game, Death Stranding, from the mind of designer Hideo Kojima. They are the only big-name act that was tipped to feature on the soundtrack, though. The soundtrack also features new songs from Major Lazer, Khalid, and the just-released track from Church's Death Stranding. So this is a short story, but I was excited because, you know, I love video games. I don't know if I'll play this one because it's a bit of a artsy one. Oh, okay. If you, if you know what I'm trying to say. But this song hasn't released yet, this uh, Bring Me the Horizon one. It's coming out uh, in November, so we've still got a little while till we actually get to hear it. But I was just thinking, when you were reading out all of the people that are going to be on that soundtrack, yeah. that is crazy. It is pretty crazy, right? Like, like, there's so many big names for like a video game soundtrack. Yeah, like, so... I don't think I've ever heard of that before. Like, It may have happened, but it's unbeknownst to me. Yeah, so we've also got like Alan Walker and like The Neighbourhood. So like, they're all fairly... like Wow big acts and not just like they're from different sort of realms as well like major yeah. laser you know and then very you... different to bring me the horizon yeah sure. yeah bring me the horizon then you have churches i've recently listened to that one that one is very interesting it's very um i feel like it's definitely going to fit within what the video game will be but yeah. um yeah i'm pretty like it's pretty exciting because like hideo kojima he um He's basically the creative director of the game. He He's very, very big in the video game sort of realm of things. So it's pretty cool that, like, it's sort of, like, crossing over with these big acts from music as well. Yeah. So, oh, interesting. Yeah. I'm keen to listen to the whole thing. Uh, but, yes, we are heading into our second news story, Maddie. What do you have for us? So mine is an article written by Charlotte Kroll from NME, and it says... Cynthia Erivo to play Aretha Franklin in Genius Anthology series. So Cynthia Erivo has been announced as the star of the next Genius Anthology series about Aretha Franklin, the British actress known for her work in the 2018 film Widows and Broadway shows The Colour Purple and Sister Act, will start as the late Queen of Soul in the forthcoming limited series. Genius, an anthology series which has won... Emmys for previous productions, including Genius Picasso, which was starring Antonio Banderas, and Albert Einstein, which was starring Jeffrey Rush. They'll air on National Geographic. So I thought that was very cool. I am in love with Cynthia Erivo. I love her. She is the queen of Broadway. (laughs) I went on a little bit of a spiral (laughs) and just watched a million videos of her singing I'm Here from the Colour Purple, and I'm not proud of it. No, that's fine, though. I literally don't care what you have to say about that. Exactly. So roast me in the comments, but... No, that's really cool, though. <laughs> Genius is such a cool show. Like, I watched most of the Albert Einstein one. Yeah. I didn't get to watch the Picasso one, but um, Antonio Banderas looked really different. Like, I've never seen him look like that. I saw, like, images from the Picasso one. But yeah. I'm so, so glad that they're going, th- like, to a music route, especially Aretha Franklin. Like, yeah, oh my god. 
like, like hands icon. Down. Like that is so cool that they're going to like focus on her for this season, and I I'll definitely be watching it. Yeah, for sure. I'm just in love with everything that Cynthia Erivo does, and I'm sure she will, she'll kill it. She will absolutely kill yeah. the role. She's just amazing. For so, sure. Good luck to her, and I can't wait for it to come out. Definitely. So, what is our next news story, Vivian? So, our last news story is uh, we got a bit of uh, news from the Frozen 2 soundtrack. Woohoo! So, this is coming from Music Feeds, written by Xander Wilson, and it says, Panic at the Disco and Weezer announced for Frozen 2 soundtrack. The soundtrack of Disney's Frozen is one of the most streamed of all time, and other music sorry, and other musicians set to feature on the soundtrack to the sequel have been announced. Disney unveiled a list of collaborators and track credits, which includes seven original songs by Christian uh, Kristen Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez, and, a, and an original score by Christoph Beck. In addition, the soundtrack to Frozen Two sees Panic at the Disco play a tune called "Into the Unknown," with Weasel also featuring on "Lost in." Lost in the Woods. Grammy-winning country singer Casey Musgraves has her own tune called All Is Found. The soundtrack also features the vocal talents of the animated film star actors, including Dina Menzel, Kristen Bell, Josh Gad, Jonathan Groff, and Evan Rachel Wood. Wow. What is happening? <laughs> what What an array. Weezer? On Frozen? Weezer. Like, this... I'm so confused. This is the one, like, out of all those that I just sort of just said, Weezer. Like, like I understand Casey Musgraves, and I get Panic at the Disco, but, like, why? Why Weezer? Weezer? Like, it just... it, Because the thing is, Panic at the Disco, I do think they... Like, Brendan Urie, he's got such a versatile voice, and obviously, when he collaborated with me, uh, with Taylor Swift for me... That was gross, gross, but also <laughs> very appealing to kids. You yeah, know? so he definitely does fit within that, and you know, Casey Musgraves, I think the same. But like Weezer, I'm like, huh? I'm so confused. This I'm is... so interested to see where it's gonna fit. It's because yeah. if it's on a soundtrack, it means it's gonna be in the movie, basically. So yeah, like, where is it gonna be in the context of the film? Honestly, who knows? I'm I'm a little bit scared. Spy, I, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> just just a little bit. But um, <laughs> anyway, we will move on now into our song segments. But before we do, as we always say, we encourage you to pause the podcast, go down to the description, and listen to either the Spotify or YouTube playlist of the songs that we're about to talk about. So we're gonna kick off with song of the week. Maddie, what's your song of the week? My song of the week is called Trampoline by Shade featuring Zane. So our fave, well, maybe not fave if you're a Harry <laughs> Styles person, but fave One Direction um, <laughs> alumni. Alumni. <laughs> <laughs> They've graduated from One Direction. I um, love that. So, yeah, so this track with um, Shade, they are a indie pop group. Um, there's three of them, and I had never heard of them before. But this track is very, very interesting. I, It's not like your typical... Like, it's a pop song. Mm. And, you know, it's sort of got all of the elements that you would sort of expect from, like, a Zane track. Like, mm. it's got sort of a bit of a darker sort of edge to it. And it's not, you know, like your bubblegum pop. It's very sort of, like, on the darker end of the spectrum. And it's got sort of, like, a similar... Um, Similar instrumentation that you would sort of find from his album, like Icarus Falls, if you've listened to that. Um, but yeah, it's it's very cool, very interesting. There's 
points in this song where there's like a lot of space where yeah. um yeah where you normally wouldn't do something like that like it's very like there's points where it's so very thick and very full there's lots of different things going on but then also it has that um like stripped back element in certain parts where there's not a lot going on and it sort of just focuses on um mm. the voice and things like that it's a very interesting track i i very much like it i agree and you know we can say anything we want about boy bands or whatnot but he's got an incredible voice. Oh, yeah. And I really think he's, like, especially when he first came out with his first solo stuff, maybe, like, three or four years ago. Yeah. I think he's definitely, like, improved his voice and mm-hmm. found his sort of niche. Because out of all, like, I guess, the One Direction alumni, <laughs> as we're calling them, yeah. <laughs> I definitely think he's gone the most artistic sort of route in the mm-hmm. sense of, like, he, the kind of music that he's making now is nothing, like... One Direction. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah. Whereas, like, I feel like the other members, you can sort of say that they're definitely more pop. Whereas this is, like, some... I feel like it's definitely more, like, darker, moodier. So Yeah, yeah, it's definitely... It's it's all, like, what Zayn is very, very good at. Like, mm, yeah. He's, yeah, like you said, he's found his niche and he's found what he's good at and he's really, really... Um, like, his voice suits that sort of, like, moodier, edgier mm. sound. Um, and, yeah, this track is no exception, um, no exception, I should mm. say. Um, yeah. So, I really like it. It's Trampoline by Shade featuring Zane. So, that is my song of the week. And we will move on to your song of the week, Vivian. What have you got? Look, guys. <laughs> Don't even start. <laughs> like, I'm going to jump in. Like, can you guess? Like I'm asking you, the listeners, do you really do you really need to know? Honestly, guys, it is of course Clementine by Horsey. Obviously, like where else was that going to go? <laughs> Honestly, guys, look, I know that I, I know that you guys know that I'm obsessed with her. That's no question about it. But in all seriousness, this song, as I have said with all her previous songs, is the best thing she's ever written. <laughs> <laughs> No, but, um, so this song, she actually, I won't say surprise release because she gave us a heads up about it, but she actually released it on her birthday, which was this past, uh, Sunday. And she released it with the music video, which she's dancing with her younger brother in it, which is really cute. Really yeah, I awesome. love the music video. It's so, so aesthetically pleasing. So aesthetically Because they're in an aquarium. Yeah. And they've got all these, like, cool, like, it's really cool. I like it. Cool, like, outfits on and everything. But, um, so... This song, first off, I want to say that anything you've heard, like, say, Horsey's, like, popular sort of songs. Yeah. When you listen to this, you will not think it's from the same artist. No, absolutely not. Because it is stripped back. There are almost, there's only one instrument, which is a piano. And in saying that, it's almost like, wait, this is Horsey, the cinematic goddess yeah. that we love who <laughs> creates entire universes for albums exactly like, so mm-hmm. and the thing is what i really love about this song uh of course like the lyrics as i always say with any halsey song she's always been so good at storytelling in every way but for me when i first heard this song i was a little bit shocked because it it is so honest and so raw because it's talking about how she accepts who she is but at the same time she's like 
why why am I the way I am? <laughs> as, as I kind of was talking to Maddie about it before, because she's saying things like, in my world, I'm having a breakthrough or a breakdown or a blackout. Like it's, mm. and she's obviously talking about her mental health as well, which is awesome. But it's so honest and it's so it's such an interesting thing to see an artist actually like hone out and say, this is what my life looks like, which is, yeah. you don't really get a lot of that, um, which is so cool. But yeah, it's definitely a different one from her, but I, I'm such a big fan of it. Whereas me, on the other hand. <laughs> Whereas Maddie. Look, okay. So, <laughs> where do I begin? Um, I don't hate the song. Let's no. start there. I don't hate it. I think it's a good song. Mm-hmm. But when I first heard it, I was like, okay, where is this going? Mm-hmm. Like, is it going to build? Like, what, where is, like, there's no sort of, there's no push in this song for no. anything bigger. It's sort of very flat and it sits where it is, which... Mm-hmm. Like, in your case, obviously, like, you love it. I love that. I I was just a bit more, like, I wasn't disappointed, mm. but I think I was sort of, like, taken aback by how, um, how hollow it kind of, like, not hollow in, like, a story sense, but hollow in, like, an instrumental sense. Like, yeah. there's really, like, nothing there. It's so bare and it's so raw and... Mm-hmm. You know, with Halsey songs, we're used to so much, like, um, like in the layers, layers underneath yeah. and, like, all of these, like, you know, cinematic elements, all of these mm. different instruments, and then, like, listening to Clementine, it's kind of, like, w- all of that is, like, out the window. It's, yeah. like, completely gone. But but at the heart of it, though, that Halsey storyline, like, lyricism is still there, which yeah. is sort of what brings it back together for me, and I sort of, like saves it if you will because it's not even that the song is flat it's just kind of like the piano like it doesn't even change no like it's the same throughout the entire song Mm. like it doesn't even change like time or like anything it's completely the same throughout which kind of it it didn't like capture my attention the way that other Halsey songs Mm. do but in saying that, I still like it, and it's still a good song. Yeah, and I, another thing I wanted to mention is, like, in guess going off of what Maddie just said, is that for me, when I first heard it, it kind of just felt like she was, like, reciting poetry, and there was, like, backing music to it. Like That's a good point. I hadn't really thought about that. That's kind of how I look at this song now, because, you know, she has come out and said that, like, the bridge is actually a poem she wrote that then turned into this song. So... And, you know, it's track two on the album, so I definitely think there's going to, it's going to play a part of, like, sort of the bigger story of what the album will be, which is another thing that I love. Mm. But yeah, that's why, that's what I definitely think of this song, is that she's almost just, she's not talking, but that's kind of what it feels like, you know, she's, like, having a conversation with you, Yeah. and there's just backing piano in it. But yeah, look, I could go on about it forever, but I'm not going to. (laughs) So, um, that is my song of the week. Clementine by Halsey. Now we're going to go into Under a Rock and I'll kick us off. So this one's a little bit different as well for me. Um, (laughs) So it's not, so it's Crush by Pendulum. So Pendulum was a band that I actually listened to quite a bit a few years ago. Um, They're an Australian like electronic drum and bass band. They were really, really popular within that genre. And um, 
I kind of, I don't know why, I just stopped listening to them and I kind of forgot about them. <laughs> and then I came across Crush again the other day. I was looking for new songs to add to my gym playlist. <laughs> and I was like, wait, Pendulum, this is like perfect drum and bass like to work out to. And for me, this song, it's everything you can expect from like a drum and bass song, I guess. Yeah. Because... The percussion is there, the bass tenfold. Yes, by the way. it is. It just does not stop <laughs> in any sense. Um, but again, what I really do like is my favorite part about the song is the chorus because that's when things sort of switch up. In most like sort of drum and bass songs, a lot of it is the same and it doesn't really build in the sense of like there's different sections of the song. Whereas with Pendulum, I think they definitely do play with more melodic things and different genres like there's a bit of prog rock in there like they're different like yeah yeah so with crush yeah for me the chorus is definitely the most interesting part because um they add like it's very subtle but they add like an acoustic guitar and when um the song like towards the end of the song they when the chorus comes in again it's just the acoustic guitar which is like a really good like way to fade out um but yeah it's a bit of a different one to be honest, like, when you played it for me, I wasn't expecting to like it. Yeah. But I did. And I'm very happy with myself. Yeah, I, I know. Because I was like, <laughs> to Maddie, I was like, I don't know if you'll like this. Because, I mean, most of the time, I don't like drum, like a drum yeah, and bass. Yeah, drum and bass, yeah. Or any sort of, any sort of thing I think like it that. takes a different taste to sort of, like, you want something different out of the music to listen yeah. to drum and bass. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. For me to like this song, I was like, you know what? I actually quite like it. And I was so, so happy. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's I think that's what I really like about doing this podcast. Oh, is for because sure. we both have such like polar opposite music taste. But polar then opposite. but still like when we bring these songs to each other, there's still ones that we go, Oh, like I would listen to that. Like mm-hmm. that's really cool, even though it's something that like is completely out of our comfort zone. For Never sure. would listen to it ever. Like yeah. in our lives so i think that's something really great about this i agree 100 percent. yay Um, so (laughs) yes uh that is my under a rock for this week crush by pendulum what is your under a rock maddie now my under a rock to vivian's dismay uh (laughs) is falling asleep at the wheel by the rubens featuring vic mensa we just talked about how we're like yeah, we bring these songs to each other and we We like really them. love them. <laughs> uh, and uh, now we're Opposite. like... <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <laughs> before we get into why Vivian hates it. Yes. Um, now this song, I don't really listen to the Rubens ever. No. I've never been a fan of them. Never really ever wanted to listen to their music. Mm. But this came up in like one of my playlists and I was like, oh. I like I didn't see who was singing it. I just sort of listened to it. I was like, oh, this is kind of groovy. It has like a really cool like chill backbeat and th- mate. I don't really like the lyrics of the song because it's it's yeah. a very weird concept. Like again, like the title's called "Falling Asleep at the Wheel." Don't fall asleep at the wheel. Please don't. And also, like the first line of the chorus is, "I'm going 95 into 45, like um speeding every um, k over kills, guys." Yeah. But um, and 95, like 
okay like, settle down <laughs> like what is your issue what is happening <laughs> like who do you want to kill um but no like i really i really find the the instrumentation and the vibe of this song really really cool like it's definitely a very chill song um like one i it's fun to play while i'm driving which is kind of wrong but also like a little bit ironic though a yeah. little bit ironic yeah i don't know why but it's this see that's the thing about this song it's like gripped me in some weird way <laughs> That you like, can't explain. That I can't explain, and I don't know why I like it. Because yeah. there's so many things that, like, I don't like about <laughs> it, but also, like, <laughs> this is... I'm just a conundrum. <laughs> I'm just a walking irony. I don't get it, but, like, yeah, no, anyway. But I will say, before I, like, dive into my negatives, I will say I agree with you that the backing is very interesting. Mm. I feel like it's taking a lot of, like, 90s, like hip-hop r&b like elements it does feel like that but my main gripe is the rubens are singing it like i'm sorry (laughs) look i know that's (laughs) i know that's like a hot ass take but let me explain myself simmer down a bit sweetheart (laughs) let me explain for me i've never been a fan like a huge fan of the rubens either um for me i think they fall into sort of like a very generic category but yet they're sort of built up to more than what they produce i'm yeah. sorry like i'm trying to be nice <laughs> i got some hot takes here people but it's the same with this song i kind of feel like it's odd for them to sing this type of song like it doesn't feel authentic right. for me that's like my biggest gripe for me yeah. like when you do hear like the influences and like when vic mensa comes in it's like yeah that's really weird what is happening like it's because it does not feel like it should have a rap verse on it. Like, it honestly feels like it was like, we have this song, oh, what kind of flavour can we put in there to make it look more like a R&B sort of, like, hip-hop, like, weird pop song? Oh, yeah. I know. Let's grab this random American rapper. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> oh, my God. And it doesn't fit. Like, look, I know. I know. I'm being a little bit aggressive. Calm. But, Calm yourself. But I just think... That it that's my main problem. Like it doesn't feel authentic, and it's the same when Vic Mensa comes in. It's like, mm, like what you're singing about doesn't really fit with like the rest of the elements yeah. of the song. But well, look, like I can't justify myself <laughs> um, in this song, but I'm just gonna leave it at that because I like it for some yes. strange and that's reason. okay, and that is okay. Yes, it's okay to like things. I am People. not. I'm not judging you. That this is your. <laughs> if you like it, you like it. You know exactly. So, anyway, <laughs> um, let's move on to something that we both actually do like. Yes. Um, so we're going to caught my ear now. So my caught my ear track for this week is called "Something's Got to Give" by Labyrinth. Wow, I'm oh. so original. Um, wow. I love Labyrinth so much. I have spoken to him, at, spoken about him, at, spoken, to, spoken him? to him. Yeah, I wish, right? <laughs> spoken about him at length on this podcast before. And just his creative mind is something that I am so captivated by. And just everything that he produces is just so magic. Yeah, magical, out of this world. Like, yep. I don't know how he comes up with the things that he does. Mm. It's just amazing. But I this agree. one in particular, it's got... Look, I can't really, like, put it into one category because, again, there's, like, so much going on. But this one's sort of got a bit more of, like, a, 
a funky kind of like upbeat sort of solely jazz mm. kind of vibe to it in places um and there's also like right before the first chorus there's this like descending like piano yeah. line that goes it's not like a normal like major scale it's like this weird kind of like intervals down and it like takes you sort of by surprise i was like wait hold on why is this and it never comes back no like it's in there once and it and you never see it again it's like oh okay yeah but yeah and then it moves on and then it's like all of these you know upbeat um funky sort of um instrumentation throughout the end and then like towards the end of the chorus each time there's this sort of breakdown where he goes in the name of the father and then like this electric guitar it is so comes like screaming in i love that part it's so random but yet it just works so well yeah i just i don't know anymore i know it's so hard to describe a labyrinth song these days like i know like i am so 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 keen to listen to the euphoria soundtrack yeah oh my god agree i haven't listened to it yet no one spoil it for me please but it's like i've been waiting for this i think yeah for sure for sure. Since I um talked about the... I can't remember what the name of the song was, but a couple of episodes ago I talked about mm. the one that he did for Euphoria. And, yeah. Amazing. Phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> Genius. <laughs> Labyrinth is my favourite. Anyway, uh, that's my caught my ear for this week. So, yes. Vivian, and we'll now it over you. <laughs> we're going, like, right to the opposite. We're, we are heading into Yeehaw Territory. Yeehaw Territory. <laughs> This is a wild ride, this episode, guys. We apologize. Uh, so this is July by Noah Cyrus. Wow. I don't know. What? Like, like, what is happening? Have you ever listened to Noah Cyrus before? And here's the thing. I have listened to uh, a few of her other songs, and I definitely feel like she's still in sort of the process of finding her place in the music industry, because she's released a bunch of, like, pop songs, and then this is very much country yeah like all it has is an acoustic guitar her voice it doesn't have like your typical country vibe no though. no no so don't get it confused no. with that but, but yeah, it's like a but... ballad it's basically it's it's a very sort of sad honest song about this re- re- this relationship breakdown and she's being very honest about it saying you go love someone else that's fine kind of thing and it's so strange because when I heard the song, when I first heard the song, I I was like, she sounds so much like Miley Cyrus. Like, you, and that would be very difficult to deal with, I think. Yeah. Because it's like... I have... Look, I have a little bit of an inkling because... Let me just air this on the podcast right yes. now. I haven't cleared this with Vivian beforehand. But <laughs> I'm just, like, thinking about it now. I feel like... I didn't like a lot of her pop stuff. Mm. I don't really like what she has sort of produced previously and I don't really like it and I think because I really like this song yes I really do like this song Me too. and I think the reason for that is because maybe she sort of tried to fit in this box to sort of get herself away from the whole Cyrus last name yeah thing and mm. she's kind of like let me try doing this pop like weird sort of mm. um indie stuff yeah with all of these other sort of like rappers and things to sort of like separate herself from the rest of i think that's a very good point because it would be very hard because she's the youngest one i think yeah isn't there like seven of them yeah yeah there's a lot of ridiculous (laughs) yeah and 
I can imagine how hard it would be sort of growing up with people who are like Miley Cyrus as your older sibling and it's like mm, automatically you're going to be compared to them mm. even if you don't have similarities but with this song she I want to first of all I want to say she's improved her voice drastically oh absolutely when she first released make me cry make me I don't know with Labyrinth <laughs> again <laughs> wow um um she was obviously really young but she I felt like her voice was definitely like underdeveloped at that time but now she sounds like her voice sounds gorgeous mm. and I was watching this interview with her and she said I'm not like classically trained like for me mm. music is just something that I'm still learning as I go which I think is really cool yeah um but with this song I'm such a big fan of the stripped back like it's just got the acoustic guitar that's it yeah but it it's got this really nice driving rhythm to it that sort of keeps the song it makes you feel like it's actually going somewhere yeah um whereas yeah like it's it's another cool element that it has is like after i think like the second chorus a whistle comes yeah, in yeah and it's so haunting because it's exactly what was needed in that moment to sort of give the song something else um not just the acoustic guitar and it sounds so good i don't know if she's whistling or if it's someone else. Or if it's someone else. But whoever was doing the whistle could <laughs> work. to you. Because <laughs> it sounds gorgeous. And she sounds amazing. And the harmonies... I am obsessed with these backing vocals. Oh. Let me tell you. Oh my god. So good. And it's just... Phenomenal. I, I really hope she continues down this route. Maybe she doesn't want to. Maybe this was just like a one-off, like, I need to get this off my chest whatever but i do really think her voice and the way like sh- like her songwriting definitely yeah. fits within this genre and the way in the way that she articulates like the storyline yeah. she's trying to say while she's singing is something that is done really really well mm, in the song for sure and she's definitely even if she doesn't like particularly want to go down this route like you said i think it's definitely something that like she would absolutely flourish in if she did choose to do that for because, sure because again like i said like a lot of her earlier stuff i didn't like it at all i like, agree yeah. i disliked her voice immensely mm. and i was like ugh, like it's just another one of these like people who think they can sing and they yeah. can't but i was completely like I, like, ate my words. Yeah. Like, this song, it definitely shows her vocal talent. She Mm. definitely has a lot of it. So... Definitely. Yeah, props to her for that. Yes. So now... So that was my court to my ear, uh, July by Noah Cyrus. Now, usually, this is where we'd end the episode, but we have another recommendation. Yet another one. And this one is was recommended by uh, my friend Brooke Jones, and we have... Tempo by Lizzo. Yes! <laughs> what an anthem. Oh my god. So Where do we begin? I know. Here's the thing. Maddie and I both love this song, so when we saw this recommendation, we are like, oh yeah. This has to happen. We have to talk about this. And look, we've talked about Lizzo on the podcast heaps of times. We talked about her last week. You guys know, we love her. We literally named the podcast episode. After, after her. her. In honour of her. <laughs> As an homage to her. (laughs) Um, And this song, I think the biggest... Because here's the thing. I first heard this song. They played it on the radio. I was driving to work at like six o'clock in the morning. And they're like, 
this is Tempo by Lizzo. And I was like, oh, I was expecting. I, honestly, I don't know what I was expecting. <laughs> but what I heard, I was like, what? I was like, this is Lizzo? And it was amazing. Oh, yeah. It was a, an amazing bop to listen to at 6am on a Friday morning <laughs> on the way to work. I was like, yeah, I do need this in my life. And can we talk about Missy Elliott? Yes, sorry, yes. Um, She's featuring on this Excuse me, what? I like, know. That verse, oh my god. That's such an iconic verse. I can't help but, like, like I can't do it. But like, Well, I can. Like, the roll, like, how she rolls her yeah, eyes. Yeah, I can't at roll the my end, eyes. I can do it, but I can't do the word in front of it. Yeah. So I just do that at the end. <laughs> Which probably sounds so strange to anyone <laughs> listening to me. But, I mean, like... You yeah. can't help but try and do it. I know, I know. And, like, it's... I, the thing is, with this song, like, it just goes back to what we've always said about Lizzo. She has the ability to release a song like Truth Hurts, which is obviously a bop, but it's, like, a sad bop. Like, yeah. You know, it's a bit of a sad bop. And then you have Tempo, which is this ultimate, like, anthem for... Oh, yeah. Like, so body positive. And, like, the music video... Is awesome as well. Oh, I love it, right? It's I love so when like cool. the cars are like Yeah. <laughs> like we've been transported back to like the early R and B days Legit, with like yeah. the big moving cars and stuff. For sure. And yeah, like it's just such a testament to like how versatile she is as is as an artist and she could just release like anything for any mood and it'd be amazing. Yeah. Um yeah, I I just don't have any more. We words. we have no words because she. It's great. Yeah, and Please she's a her. queen, and we love her. Thick girl anthem for sure. <laughs> so yes, uh, that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Um, you can check us out on Apple, Spotify, Castbox, Stitcher, uh, Google Podcasts, a bunch of them. Thank you for making it this far. <laughs> this was a wild ass ride. Oh yeah, yeah. And let us know what you thought about the songs. We had so many hot takes opinions on this episode. Really let us know did. if you agree. Let us know if you think we're absolutely delusional. We'd love to hear your opinions. Um, you can follow us on social media at Caught My Earpod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can follow us there for all the latest updates send us your recommendations um all the rest of it and we will see you on monday with a brand new episode bye guys see ya